Welcome to Ivy Voices. My name is Sky. My name is Miley. We are seeking out unique stories about Ivy alumni from all over the world. Welcome to our new podcast series. Today we will be speaking with Izzy Kaley, a graduate of the International School of Penang in Malaysia. She's a motion graphic designer and the illustrator behind the Ivy's new mission statement poster. for joining us on IB Voices. We're really excited to talk to you. Izzy, tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience with the IB. So I did the IB in, I finished in 2011. I did it in Penang, which is this island in Malaysia that I lived on (laughs) for a while. My parents moved there and they've been living there for about 12 years. Yeah, so that's when I did the IB. After I finished IB, I went and studied illustration. Mm-hmm. And then now I work in graphic design and mainly social media as my yeah. main job. And I do motion graphics and kind cool. of on the side, I do illustration. Um, so that's how I kind of found this opportunity with the IB to work with them, which was really, really exciting. So our first sort of key question is, did you have kind of an aha moment or moments when you thought, hey, I think I can really do this. I'm going to be an artist. Or was it something like your whole life were you drawing and, and creating pictures and illustrations? It was, it was definitely um, the, my whole life. Like since I was small, I just always drew and painted and I kind of never imagined myself doing anything else. Like I didn't have any other dreams. Like that was just my absolutely it. It was just so part of me forever. Yeah. Like since I could remember that I always knew I wanted to be an artist. I didn't know how I was going to make any money with that and neither did my parents, but they were super supportive. What was the first gig that you were really proud of as an artist that made you think, hey, I can really do this? I started off like most artists do where after I graduated in illustration, I actually realized I didn't want to do all the jobs that are kind of with illustration, which is usually like book illustration. Mm -hmm. There was definitely not like one moment where I thought, I am now like a working artist. I've made money. It was such a long and grueling process of me doing things for free and kind of like slowly putting my rate up Mm -hmm. and doing a lot of things that at the beginning I wasn't very good. Like it takes honestly so much work until you can do this as a job. So it just took a very, very long time. People who are listening to this probably know what we really want to talk about is the Mm -hmm. IB mission poster. We were really lucky to find you to work on this. It's beautiful. What was your first reaction when you got the, I think it was an email probably that said, hey, would you like to to work on this IB project? Yeah, it was, I was so surprised because it came out of completely the blue. I got a LinkedIn message from Mm -hmm. Scott Weaver and he's just saying that he would like me to do some proposals for this Mm -hmm. mission poster and sort of found me by looking on LinkedIn and typing in sort of the words illustrator and has Mm -hmm. studied in the IB. Yeah, it was just like amazing. It was definitely the biggest project I'd worked on at that time. Um, So yeah, really, really exciting and also kind of intimidating, but I was just super excited to get started. That's exciting. LinkedIn proved useful in in one. Yes, for once. (laughs) I think some people think it's a little, uh, sometimes not as useful, but great. Yeah. So it sounds like you've done so many cool projects before because you're experienced in sort of many aspects of design and graphic. So was working on this project different from any other brief that you've worked on? Yes, it was so, so different. 
because I work in graphic design, kind of in advertising and social media, everything that you do kind of has like a very straightforward reason for existing. You're trying to sell a product or you know, you're trying to get the consumer to do X, Y, Z. But this was like very much like the kind of art projects that I did back when I was in the IB. I had to convey a sort of feeling and the kind of hopeful world that the IB is trying to like produce. And it was very, very different. And it was very much like a fine art piece and not a design job. So completely different yeah. from everything I do day to day. Obviously, this is going to be an audio podcast. Would you be willing to describe <laughs> what does it look yeah. like if you were to describe it to someone Okay, so um, I went through the process of drawing quite a few different sketches. And then the one that kind of worked the best that Scott thought and I thought and kind of all the people that looked at it was like a very, it was more kind of abstract. So it's meant to be these inspiring rolling hills and trees. And there's these two students or like IB kids in mm. a hot air balloon. They're traveling towards the open sky. And it, it was meant to represent like how education and knowledge is like the key to opening all of these doors and bringing you to a future where you can make the world a better place and you can, you know, really like go where you want to go and achieve the things that you want to. It's very emotive, like the colors and the textures that I used were meant to bring a really hopeful feeling out. Yeah. I think when I first saw it, I, I told Scott, I, I said, it's a little, dr it's dreamlike. It really makes me feel like we're going somewhere and, and it's kind of this adventure of the unknown in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> So did your background with the IB help inspire the design or you did the IB program in Malaysia? Did it like the skills that you learned through the IB, did it help you throughout the process? Yeah, I think it definitely, it helped a lot because the way that even I did art during the IB, like in my classes, we're always thought to really think through something before you start creating and like have a true important reason for creating something and really try and convey something more than just like a pretty picture and it, it was really ingrained in me during my all of my art classes so it was great um, and of course like I could actually understand what we we're trying to convey with the poster because I lived it like I experienced it during my education and I think it's really cool yeah. that you know Scott recruited like a past IB alum I mean they would be the best people to know yeah. how to design it and have an idea for it. So yeah, if you could definitely. give advice to your past self before starting the IB, what would it be? I think the main thing would be, one thing I've struggled with a lot during um, like getting jobs and all this stuff is that I always, first of all, compared myself to other people. And then second of all, try to do things by certain, mm -hmm. certain times. I would say, okay, by the age of 20, I really need to be in this caliber of job or I have to have all of these things completed, which is not a good way to think. And it's not like, it doesn't help in any way. So doing things on your own time is really, really important, I think. And not being so hard on yourself. If you work hard, things will work out. Doesn't need to happen in the next two years. Maybe it'll happen in five years. I would say be way less hard on yourself. <laughs> I think young kids around that age, when you finish the IB, really have a lot of really detailed path that they want to go along. And yeah. that's not the right way to live. And I think that's it's also because, you know, you went through the IB program. It was really rigorous. You had to challenge yourself and you had to push yourself all the time. So you might feel like you're like getting used to that after you yeah. graduate and you still, I mean, definitely. I guess it's not wrong to keep pushing yourself, but no, it, it definitely isn't. Hard on yourself is also yeah. important. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, there's two sides of the coin. 
it's what I said before, but also I think I wouldn't be as hardworking if it wasn't for the IB. Like they don't push you that hard if they didn't believe, like all of the teachers I had, they truly believed in my abilities. That's why they expected a lot out of me. One of the big questions we get from students is creating balance in your life as a student. You know, yeah. HLs, SLs, internal exams, the EE, TOK, all these crazy things are thrown at you. What are your thoughts on balancing your artistic side with some of the other parts of the DP? How did you manage that sort of traditional academic focus and still have time for your artwork as a student? Well, I always thought that all of the other subjects like really fed into the art side of my education, especially uh, my literature classes. Like I would get a lot of inspiration from the stuff that we we're reading, from the poems and stuff like that. And even like maths and stuff, there was like all the golden ratio and that kind of stuff. There's a lot of things that fed into what I was creating. So I think that balance isn't really the necessary word. It's all part of one thing, really. Everything kind of does interconnect. So I didn't feel the need to really have balance. Like I thought yeah. it was balanced by itself. I just mm -hmm. always had art on my mind anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really good advice. I mean, yeah, if you're really passionate about it, it's going to find its place. Yeah, yeah. Previously, you talked about how your teachers really helped you. I did the IB program and I felt like my teachers really believed that I had potential to excel in each subject and they helped me along the way. So was there a specific experience or moment or a teacher that you felt like really helped you and support you? Um, yeah, so it's definitely my art teacher. <laughs> He was really, really great. Uh, he helped me with my extended essay as well. I spent so much time with him talking about all the possible options that I could write it about. And it was like a really, really fun. He made it really, really fun. He made it really interesting because I made it about an art topic as well. And he was just super supportive. And like from the get-go, he always said, you can go to universities for this. Here are the ones that I think you could go to. And he just had so much information. And he was just like, there was no doubt in his mind where there was definitely doubt in my mind. Like I was a teenager. <laughs> it was definitely, yeah. you know, it was like a very nerve wracking time. And yeah. he also gave me courage to go to the UK by myself as well. Yeah, he was great. He was a great guy. <laughs> I definitely see a trend in when we're asking students about their teachers. They're saying how their teachers are making the class fun. Mm -hmm. and form at the same time. And I think that's really key because I feel like a lot of IB teachers, the program is really rigorous and challenging. And I think to yeah. be able to take all the hard stuff and make it easy to understand, that's yeah. something that's very important when you're trying to teach younger I always felt to like, understand the content. Um, I always felt like all my teachers were really passionate about the subjects they were teaching, like not just teaching it because it was their job, but it, it felt like when they were teaching it, they were really excited about it. And it's very hard to not be interested when someone's clearly teaching what they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt about pretty much all of them. Yeah. And it's nice that you went abroad to the UK for university. What do you think about the IB sort of defined an international education? What made you prepared to sort of embark and go overseas in the next step of your academic career? I think because I did the IB already overseas, like I wasn't in my own country to begin mm -hmm. with. All the people that I studied with, a lot of them were from overseas and it was just seen as totally normal to mm -hmm. not study where you were, like to go overseas. So I think because I was in Malaysia, that's like pretty yeah. normal. When I started, like all of my teachers were kind of international, like 
they were all super encouraging about going mm. overseas and about it not being a scary thing, but it being like really something that can help you build a lot of character and really get to know the world. Yeah. I'm really glad that I traveled. So as a way to sort of wrap up our conversation here, what's one takeaway or memorable moment from the IB that stuck with you? Or if you could define your experiences with the IB education, how would you define it? We had an exhibition, which was our like end of year art exhibition. We spent so long on like framing everything by ourselves and putting everything up. And we invited everyone from the school to come. It was like the first time where I'd really exhibited my work. Even my teachers and stuff were taking me really seriously. And it made me feel really validated and like, I'm not just, you know, a student doing a drawing, but that I'm like a serious artist and that this is something I could pursue in the future. So it was just really good for me to have that experience because it gave me the courage to go and do this as a profession. That is a, a fantastic way to wrap up this episode. <laughs> Izzy, thank you so much uh, for joining thank us. Thank you so much. Uh, this was a really great conversation. And okay. I'm really, yeah, super happy to so, have done this. It was awesome. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this conversation, read more great stories about Ivy alumni on the web at blogs.ivo.org and on Instagram at Ivy Alumni. That's it for today. Join us next time for another edition of IB Voices.